On today's show, we've got Linda Morrison from lindamorrison.com.au. Linda has a background in the health and wellness industry, and she took her business online around 15 years ago. Linda keeps busy with dozens of clients every month, and recently she's decided to get into crypto. I wanted to bring Linda on the show here today just to show you that crypto is not as confusing, it's not as difficult, and it's not as hard as what you think, and anyone can get started in this exciting new groundbreaking industry, so long as they've got the right people around them. Let's get started. G'day, Linda. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. I'm so excited to be doing another podcast with you again, finally. (laughs) Great. It's great, Rob. Thank you. Thank you for having me and thanks everyone for listening. This stuff is great fun. No problems at all. I can't bring you on the show without asking. Once upon a time, it used to be the most livable city in the world and now it's the most locked down city in the world. Everything okay in Melbourne? Yeah, it's, um, I am, uh, saying it's fine it hasn't changed my lifestyle all that much but it is boring you know the things that we used to love to do uh to break up my online business you know was to meet with people and things like that none of that's been happening and it'd be really nice to get a massage here and there as well so (laughs) i am um thoughtful of all the people whose you know businesses have changed and all of those sorts of things many of them my peers and friends and and clients that i actually look after but Melbourne's turning on the weather. It's it's good and and it's still it's still great to be here. I've got to say, it's still great to be here in Australia. Yeah, is there is there a light at the end of the tunnel there for you guys down there? I believe so. I watch like scantily because mm-hmm. I don't need to immerse myself in every single day. It seems to be the same news. Um, but yeah, my kids tell me different things. There, there is um, things actually happening, but I'm fortunate enough to live somewhere really cool where there's open spaces and there's beaches and those sorts of things, which is very important to Australians full stop, but, you know, it seems around the world as well. But, um, yeah, there's lots of opportunity otherwise. You know, there's, there's lots of things that we can uh, actually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right, you know, on our fingertips, literally, if we're willing to understand and learn what do you think rob yeah absolutely um i've i've spent this time uh, i've taken a lot more time than i realized actually when i started uh recording some more podcasts i've been doing a bunch of shows recently just on a couple of other different shows that i um that i look after and i've been reflecting a lot on uh what actually matters and what i've been working on over the years did it really matter all that much did i really add that much value did i contribute that much you know, when you're working on things, you think like it's the most important thing in the world. And um, I've, I've been reflecting and thinking that, yeah, actually what I've done in the last couple of years has been really fantastic helping people get their podcasts up and running, their YouTube channels up and running and creating, helping people to create the creative outlets for themselves has been enormously gratifying. And I guess it's one of those things that I could do for the rest of my life. Like it's just, it never goes away. There's always someone that needs a hand, but it's a real... Um, labor of love, I suppose, is what it is. Like, I, I don't, I don't love it, but I do it because I love the result that I get from it. Yeah. So I've really had to be a bit introspective about all of that in the last couple of months, and I've recognised that actually I haven't been spending all that much time in my own personal development, in my own growth. Mm. I've, I'm so dedicated to the customers that I have, and that's because they pay you. 
and you've got to spend the time with them and you've got to get them the results, yeah. you know, and I like to get them what it is. But I found that since I got back into crypto, I got going in crypto in 2017, but I kind of, I had a, a couple of big wins with Bitcoin and all that sort of stuff. And I cashed out of that and I've always had one eye on it, but I got back into it proper at the start of this year. Yeah. And now that I've been in stuck in this bloody lockdown thing here in Sydney as well, same as you guys in Melbourne, it's been very self-reflective and mm. enormously gratifying to turn all of my skill sets inward. And as you turn those skill sets inward, you start to progress yourself personally. And I think it's an important reminder for everybody watching and listening to actually do that, to stop and ask yourself, you know, are, you know, helping, helping others is a noble cause and serving and delivering products and services and doing the things that you do. That's a noble thing, but what are you doing for yourself? Have yeah. you, have you had much of that sort of introspection? Has yeah, it been 100%. That deep so you remind me of two things. One is that when I first launched online, quite some time ago, over a decade ago, I didn't have any technical knowledge. I didn't actually know um, what to do. Um, I wasn't good at it. I didn't have an aptitude around it. I like people. I don't really like computers, but they allow us to communicate, as you've yeah. just said, um, broad and wide if we know how they, what they need to know. You know, all you need to know is how to communicate to the com computer and mm -hmm. then you're clever. And I had to learn all of that. And I was an early adopter of that and an early adopter of that in the wellness, fitness, transformation space um, because I knew that I wanted to talk to many and I needed to. But it, it, that was born out of a time of great stress. So if I match that to today, whatever lockdown shock you've had, wherever you are in the world, is that that was actually worse because I was on my, found myself on my own, didn't know how to make money and decided to launch a whole business online without knowing anything. And um, I knew the content and how to progress people and how to talk to people. That was one thing, but I knew nothing about the technology. And the same thing I'm actually finding with this whole uh, crypto space and the changes that have been either forced upon us are happening anyway, whether we are adopting, adopting them or not and on that forefoot. And um, so I'm learning. I'm learning fast and I the same as the, at that time, and I made massive success of that and still do each day, is, is what we've got the same here. So I'm applying the same thing and I'm, I'm acting curious, interested, but also I'm looking around and if, and I, I did this in my business, it's like, well, no one else is going forward, I'll go forward. Yep. So I'll go first then. And I'll check it on all out. And that's what I'm actually finding is that actually happening. Now, maybe that's the entrepreneur mindset. And I'm not about to say that I'm the best entrepreneur, but I actually think that that's a thing. And, uh, and we're all learning. We're all yep. learning about this new space. And that's the same with online business. Now you're seeing a flood of people online because they're forced to for whatever reason and they are the, the energy is that they're desperately trying to catch up and that's not a great energy to be in. Mm. It's not great to feel like you're coming last or, you know, trying to get up the ladder after everybody else. And um, I encourage anybody to, to actually, you know, lean into us and be in this space with us where we're curiously and very effectively understanding stuff. So, you know, my, 
my area of expertise completely different to Rob's. Mm. So my the way I come at understanding stuff, the way my brain works is completely different to Rob's and no one needs to know us for very long to realise that. But it's okay. You know, it's okay. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the change is happening anyway. So we're going to grab it by the collar and learn it or you're going to be playing catch up. Yeah, well, it's going to leave you leave you behind. You know, it's crypto and by association blockchain related technology is the the single highest adopted thing in human history. Nothing has had a, a wider adoption or uptake than cryptocurrency and blockchain related tech. Not not, if, not the internet, not mobile phones, not social media, not anything ever in human history. And the growth of it is just unbelievable. And as we see the emergence of ETH 2.0 and the way that DeFi technology is coming on, we're seeing like hundreds of percent gains month after month in this, the market cap of these things, which means that there's literally millions of people pouring into this. And if you're not in this space and you're not part of this space, you're really going to be missing out on what that opportunity represents. And I've been reading a, we were talking a little bit earlier off air, I've been reading a book by my favorite author called Ryan Holiday, and it's called Courage is Calling. Um, it's his latest book. I'll put the link in the description for this as well, because I think everybody should read that. Um, it is just a just just so eloquently written and beautifully said. And when you hear the word courage, you often think that you, you think of a, a soldier on a battlefield or a brave mother lifting the car off the child who's just been accidentally run over or something like that. You think of it as a really big thing, but actually it takes courage on a daily basis to do the things that you want to do. I really believe that 99% of what you do on a daily basis is fairly automated. You don't really think mm. too much about doing things. And when it comes time to, when you reach those inflection points in your life, when you have to make a decision about something, it takes courage. Mm. because you'll have hesitation, you'll have fear and, and you have worry and trepidation about things that are out there. And, you know, I don't think that courage is, is something, courage and fear, they're the opposites, right? You need courage to overcome fear and you won't have courage unless if you have fear. And you can't, you don't really need courage if there's no fear associated with it because you have confidence. So it's a really interesting topic to, to, to hear. And Ryan does a great job talking about people in history about how they've made courageous decisions, but it's not what you think. It's not a soldier on a battlefield or a politician in a war room or something like that. There's some of that, of course, but there's all these little nuanced things that happen to you as an individual. And I think it's so important to remember that. It takes courage, Linda, to learn a new topic. It takes courage to put yourself out That's there and it. to find something out and, and to try it. And, you know, it, it kind of uh, it reminded me of my dad. Uh, before my dad passed away, he um, he never used an automatic teller machine. He never used an ATM, and he <laughs> he never had a mobile phone. Even though mobile phones had been around <laughs> forever, um, and like you know, my mum was always around, and I would just call my mum on her phone, and she had an ATM card, would just use that card type thing. And I, I sort of wondered, did my dad resist technology? I don't think so. I think maybe because my mum was always there and she could take care of it and there was no real requirement for him to do that. But all of those things, I often would think, hey, you know, this is passing you, passing you by a little bit. You should do this. You should get hold of this. You should do something about this. Mm-hmm. And they're just little nuanced things that make your life more convenient. But he didn't think that his life needed to be any more convenient. Yeah. And, it, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're talking about my dad's generation who was born in the, uh, in the 40s or my generation born in the 70s or the 60s, you know, where mm. 
at some point, if you're going to grab a hold of something new, mm. it takes courage to do that. And it takes effort and energy to learn it. And it takes dedication and commitment to actually master it. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you were in the 1930s, the 1830s, or 2021, like we are here. I don't know. What, what do you What do you think about that? I think that's a really I, I, topic. I, I know. I think it's I, I think it's amazing. I think that everybody wants. So going back to the point around the book and and confidence is that everyone wants confidence. Can I please have more confidence? Mm. The only way you get more confidence <laughs> is to add a little bit of courage to try something new to increase your capabilities, which makes you feel more confident. So, and that's a process. It's not going to come. You can't just wake up one day and go, today I'm going to be more confident. It just doesn't happen. So you've got to stretch yourself through courage to get to um, new capabilities, a new level where you've just gone, I didn't even know that I was e- this was even a thing. And then you're there. So you've developed a new stage of confidence. That's the facts. And it feels just as uncomfortable to, I know you've jumped out of planes. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but my jumping out of a plane might be to learn something where my brain just won't, won't go. I've almost got to force it to go there. And I'll give you a great example is that when I became a single mom, mom my kids would listen to me watch over and over and over a YouTube uh, presentation And they'd say, Mama, you already listened to it. So they probably understood it, right, the first time because they were 10 and 12. And I'm like, I still don't get it. And I want to get it to a point of mastery where I actually feel that I can teach it because that's how my brain works. So that took me sitting there, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting. And I spent 16 hours a day every day for about eight years at the start of my online business just doing that, just learning that. And that's that mastery. So I had no confidence, none. I had very little capabilities because it's not my aptitude. And then I just applied myself every single day and I increased my confidence around that that mastery and then, then it sort of came in. So this all said, it doesn't matter whether it's crypto and learning about what's actually happening anyway, which is the new money markets, like it's just happening anyway. And uh, something's happening because we've been in extensive lockdown here, if I can say that here, like for nearly 20 months and 19 months. It's actually hurting people, mm. you know, in, in so many different ways. It's hard to describe and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But I'm not willing to do that. I want to get new capabilities new confidence around things so that I can make new choices and not decide that someone else's idea of control needs to be mine. Yeah. And I think that that and that what I wish for myself and my daughter, who's 21 and very capable, is what I wish for everybody else and my son, of course. But that's what I wish for everybody else. Now, they don't need to perhaps go to that extent, and maybe that sounds obsessive-compulsive, and maybe that's why we're friends, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not here to judge, but also, and it's not judgeable either Mm. because everyone's got their own experience of all this stuff. But the facts are that you don't need to. You've got a community around you. So what I'm good at is different to perhaps what Rob's good at, different to perhaps what Gary's good at and everybody else that you get to meet. 
amongst this stuff. But you're all going on your own paths with all of this. And I've got to say, I've never seen, I've never seen a community like it. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm very thankful to have people in my corner that are actually the way I think. One, from all walks of life and two, from all parts of the world, even my own, because um, they really know, you know, the little things that we've gone through here, big and little things. But also this is accessible for everybody. So I'm not a nuclear physicist. I'm not, you know, a, an expert in apart from what I'm an expert in, but I'm willing to apply myself and absolutely learn and maybe go first a little bit as well. Yeah. So that exci- that really excites me. I think it's there's such important points. If you're watching this video or you're listening to this video and you're hearing these things for the first time and you're thinking about getting involved in crypto, in whether you're going to buy something or you're going to get involved in the DeFi space in the staking, you, there's opportunities that abound everywhere every day of the week, and it's a really interesting space, but it's a very overwhelming space as well. And to your point, Linda. You've got to eat the elephant one bite at a time. There's no other way to do it. But yeah. to your point, I think you make that so strongly and succinctly as well at the same time. You've got to have a community of people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've built a great community in the Melbourne side hustle. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I invite you to come on over and uh, join us over there. You can find the link down yeah. below. It'll be in the show notes as well. So come on over and join our community because if crypto is something that's new and it's foreign to you, we can show you how to take the first little baby steps and start to get involved. Just before this call, I was a little bit late to this call. Sorry about that before. Um, The reason I was late was because I was helping somebody get started for the very first time. So they had to set up at an exchange. They had to put their ID in there and get verified. Then they had to purchase some and I helped them get on board. And at the end of it, they were like, yes, they were so happy to now finally be part of something that they've heard of for years and years. And, you know, is it my responsibility to help people to do those things? Absolutely not. He's a grown man. He can do it himself. Um, you can figure it out and watch a, a YouTube video the same way I can. But, mm. uh, you know, there's no need for him to struggle through all of that confusion and yeah. be on a learning curve perpetually like that when there's people around that are like, yeah, man, just just give us a call on WhatsApp. I never oh, spoken to the guy ever. Exactly. One of my one of my mates, mates passed, he goes, hey, my friend Ian is in the UK. He can... He give you a call and I'm like, yeah, sure, no worries, man. This is oh no, it's been uh, extremely generous and it's a, it's everything that I've um, always thought ne- uh, deserves to happen mm. for anyone who chooses to be involved. Um, that said, if you're just curious, as Rob said, just get on board, just come and have a look. I certainly thought that this was a space that. That didn't didn't work. That wasn't going to work, and I was super proud, having worked so hard to be able to, after being in the property market at about the twenty two years of age, to be able to get back into it after such a disastrous separation, mm. um, in a big way. And when I got to that, um, I thought that was my playing card, but that's not smart. You know, having just one area where you put all your eggs in one basket is is not smart in your career, in um, even uh, your supportive relationships as well. You know, you actually want to be able to uh, keep expanding into into your and this life. 
I'm coming up to a very big birthday next year, which I don't want to talk about all that much, but all of my grandparents lived into their 90s. So I'm just getting cranked into the next gear and I feel very excited about that. Do I know where this is going to go? No. But I also, you know, when I started as a psychology student, I thought I was going to be a clinical psychologist. That wasn't going to be my game, you know. So fitness became everything, fitness, success, coaching, et cetera, very early. Then I opened a, a, a gorgeous, amazing wellness office that did so well in looking after families and people that were otherwise broken they came to us. So the medical system just couldn't look after them. So they came to us and we looked after all sorts of disabilities and abilities, um, um, athletes as well as people at the other end of, of unfortunate accidents or, mm. or injuries that they'd actually got from different decisions. And then this online space you know, years ago, I just went, everyone said, why would you do that? You're so good at, at building offices, you know, at building wellness offices and places that people want to come and be members of. And I'm like, well, the online space suddenly makes me not just Melbourne, but global, you know, and that was extremely appealing. So I didn't let the technology get in my way with all of that. With and any of that. With any of that, Linda, if I could just interject there, was, was there community around that? Were you building Always. communities like around your yeah. wellness offices, you're bringing people in together and that's what makes yeah. it successful, right? Always, always. If I think about all this video and podcasting work that we actually get to do, Rob, now, every single week for nearly 20 years, we ran a Wednesday night, 7 p.m. family, you know, and we ran it to one person at times mm. and we never videoed it and we never... You know, but we would always, if someone, say, with sore back or sore neck actually came in, we would always invite their family, the babies, the kids, and the husband or the wife, and often it was the woman up um, adopting mm -hmm. the health decision of the family or new idea. And, um, and then the kids were running around. We'd often just run it to one person. And if I think about that, all those hours spent, we could have actually had all this, you know, intellectual property, which is just incredible. But we did it. Now we do it on Zoom. And we do the same here with talking about opportunities and expansion through this entrepreneurship and another leg or arm or thing that you can actually do to actually take your business, your your personal wealth and your family's well forward which is really really super exciting yeah it, it definitely it definitely is and once again ladies and gentlemen if you want to be part of our community come on over and join us in the melbourne side hustle and the link's right there for you as well um, i just want to say that if you're new to crypto and you're in you haven't been in this space before it's all a little bit confusing for you once you start pulling on a couple of different threads that are interesting to you what you'll discover is there's a community for just about everything to do with crypto um, and there's communities everywhere online, of course, that you're already part of. But once you start getting involved in things, you'll see the latest DeFi product or the latest um, offer or the latest token or coin or NFT thing, game, whatever it might be. There's whole like dedicated Discord channels, Telegram channels, Slack channels, Facebook groups. There's, there's always community around these things. Yeah. And I think that is the key that's the key to these businesses' success because that's the mm -hmm. growth hack that they use is they use people that are 
part of it as their brand evangelist. That's the first thing. And then the second part of that that makes it successful is that as a newbie, as an outsider looking in, you kind of get a bit of an experience and a feel for it before you actually get involved in anything, in any aspect of it. So I think that's a really, really super important thing. Because if you're not sure about something, you can just ask all the questions to the people that have already got skin in the game. It just makes it so much easier. Thank you for saying that. I think that's really, really cool. And and I think, um, well, many cities, but Melbourne in itself needs a bit of a leg up. So let's go have fun in there Mm. and just be really curious about it all. Me, of all people, have been brought up to be extremely risk adverse. Like, you know, my mother hasn't worked since 1969. She also happens to be my best friend. She's terrific. But if I start talking about the ATO, she's like, what does that stand for again? Mm. You know, she, there's lots and lots of things that really doesn't make sense <laughs> in terms of this development. But so much is like, mm, the other options just aren't standing. Well, as so, a risk-averse person, does, it, does crypto seem risky to you? No. Or did it from the outside? Not at all. The only thing, the only thing is, and being online, this is why I marketed particularly to women when I came online, you know, quite a long, long time ago, is that I, I marketed mainly to women because I just didn't want blokes hanging around annoying me mm. because I didn't, you know, I could just be a little bit more um, you know, get rid of the business of just this is business. You know, I'm not e- here just to make friends, yeah, but I am easier. making friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so what started coming in is, you know, crypto, you do crypto, you let's do crypto. And just because I'm an entrepreneur, they just all assumed all of that sort of stuff. So I was, I was really like, here we go again, more crypto stuff. So that was right up until this year. And then I'm like, Hang on a second. What's There's something going on? here. <laughs> What's happening here? I and mean, the biggest thing was I'm not going to buy another property, like, you know, an actual real estate mm-hmm. at that price, that high, especially at this time when commercial properties are not doing well. Everything's changing with physical business, re- retail business. So it's just not. It just wasn't smart. So then I started exploring all of this sort of stuff and you scratched on that and we spoke about it. So yeah, that's yeah. how that all happened. Yeah, it's a really, um, it, it's a really natural progression, actually. You know, yeah. when, when people say to me, I, I had a conversation uh, last night, actually, and they're like, oh, this crypto thing, it's too volatile. It's too risky. And I said to them, okay, how would you like me to take all of the risk out of it for you? Out of it for you? And they said, what do you mean? I said, well... There's a, there's a thing out there called staking, and I can take the money that you got in the bank, turn it into some USDT, which is the US dollar crypto equivalent, Tether, and I can go and stake it over at a website called Cake DeFi. Send it over there, and I can get a 63% APY on it. So you're getting 63% interest on your money. And just for, for giggles, I opened up the, and again, not picking on any bank in particular, but I opened up a bank website and saw their term deposit and they had a, in air quotes, special offer for 0.35%. And I said, here's, here's your options. And when you put the juxtaposition of the two windows together like that, you've got 63% over here, or if you've got 0.35% over here, by the way, you get paid at maturity. So if you pull it out, you get penalized. You don't get any interest out of the mm-hmm. bank there. But over here, if you pull it out, you get what you get because you're getting paid um, every day over there. It's just And it's compounding as well. So mm-hmm. it's growing there as well. So which one's more risky? And people are like, 
the crypto one's way more risky. Mm. You're like, what? That's because they don't understand it's what it is. Unfamiliar. It's a little bit like that time. And this is why it's a really great analogy, I suppose, in the physical world, because everyone's like, just open another chiropractic office, just open another gym, Linda, just mm. open something. I said, I'm not doing that. I want to be with my 10 and 12 year old because they're used to mainly having me. Mm. They need me at the moment and I need to be with them. I'm not opening up an office that might cost me around about $125,000 a year with utilities and rent and insurances and everything else. They go, that's that's expensive. Like you could get, I said, no, I can't. That's mm. it. That was then as well. I'm not doing that. That doesn't seem like good sense to me. So I'm going to go over here and do something completely different that I don't know how to do, which is not true because you're still serving your clients. But I didn't know the technology. So I didn't know how to open the shop online basically the mechanism to actually deliver was new and different that's right and it was very foreign and also very awkward to me you know the first three months relationship with my new computer that was gifted to me (laughs) from my ex-husband I wanted to throw it out the back door like I just did I was like you're not getting me and I don't get you (laughs) and then I made peace with it like you do Mm. so I think that the whole thing at the moment is this fighting of controls that we have certain controls that we have at the moment is that you can fight with it or you can choose to lean in to people who are finding a better way and just going and we're normal we're from all walks of life we you know look human um, but we ask that you just are are curious but also it's okay if you don't want to as well because yeah, there'll be totally. people behind you that yeah. will just want this stuff, which yeah. is which is really exciting to me. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that, Linda, because and that's the reason why I wanted to do this quick interview with you here as well, because crypto is very overwhelming and it's confusing. Like I don't if this is new to you, you don't even know where to start. It's, that's the really hard thing. What you need to do is to surround yourself with other people that are doing things. And you want to be doing it from the position where they have no insistence on an outcome. Mm. So you don't want to be doing it with somebody who's saying, get into this, buy this, buy this, buy this, do this, do that. Because if you're dealing with people like that, it's like, whoa, that's a real kind of turnoff. What you got to do is learn to feel your way through this new thing that you're learning. And that comes to the very, you know, brings it full circle to what we started off by saying it takes courage. It takes courage to make these decisions and it takes courage to step off the edge and try and learn something new and find what works for you and find what is actually out there as an opportunity. But don't be skeptical at the same time. You need to have an open mind because your skepticism is the thing that will bring you back to saying, oh, I should just buy another property and accept a 4% yield. But then in order to get into that property, I need a $130,000 deposit because the bank won't give me any more money. 100%. And, and, and then and, I've got to show serviceability and blah, 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 on and yeah, on and on. The it's energy just, to look after it and there's always something that goes wrong with it. And, mm, you know, the water doesn't work. And the handles are, just, you know, it, you've got mm, more to look after. Just know that straight up if you take that same amount of money, and I'm not saying to do this, but if you took that same amount of money and staked it as USDT at the Cake DeFi, you'll get far more than a 4% yield because there's no overhead, there's no outgoing, there's nothing to manage, there's nothing for you to do. Everybody wants a quick buck and a free ride, but we all know instinctively that there's no such thing as a free ride and there's no such thing as fast money. But there is greater opportunity in the crypto space and in the DeFi space than at any time 
that we've ever experienced in human history because that, that's why people are so skeptical about it. When they look at it, they're like, oh, no way. You can't get that type of return out of there. Oh, no way. That must be risky or that must be a scam or whatever reason they put in front of you there not to get involved. It's their unconscious bias that they want things to be the same as what they are, where the banks are in control. You're only getting a 4% yield. Your share portfolio doesn't give you any more than a 15% dividend a year. But the reality is it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, there, are, yeah. there are other opportunities and other things you can do. And if you start to learn a little bit and you take the time and use that courage mm. that you have to learn something new and surround yourself with the right people like us in the Melbourne Side Hustle, we'll help you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we'll and you. and um, have a really, really nice time doing it as well. Yes, we get down be to fun. business, we learn some things, yeah. but we're all coming at it at different angles. And I'm, I've got to say, that you know, Rob loves his spreadsheets, and I'm still trying to. God. <laughs> but I do it all for you. You don't have to do anything. He does it all for me? It's it, it's well. This is amazing, and I will say this, and just bring it back to the say, the physical world, or when people have now had to pivot in businesses and things like that. Here's the thing: is that when I had two babies in 20 months, and I was at home all the time, I didn't get the opportunity to network, and we were at home then. There was no online, there was no Facebook, there was no connection, there was no whatever. So my business or my professional life had a bit of a stalwart, as we all can have at different times, whether we're men or women. But then then I didn't get the chance to network and hear about these great Mm. opportunities or these great investments or these great things that were actually happening forward. So you start to develop this persona that you're not actually interested, which is absolutely not true for many of you. So who are you thinking yourself? Who are you thinking yourself as? And if we were my favorite book, one of my favorite books is um, The Science of Getting Rich by William Waddles. And it's very old, but it but it actually talks about you get what you're being. And I don't think that Anybody who's missed out on networking in twenty for twenty years or five years or two years or two years this now. last two years mm. should miss out on this. So that's what we're actually doing in these communities. We're bringing together everybody who is curious about better ways or another alternative or a different arm or whatever about um, learning yeah, uh, and learning to expand themselves. Because maybe their current way to earn money and support their families is going to dry up. Mm. I'm so glad that you said that as well, because it reminds me of something else that I was, uh, I had a conversation with someone the other day, and we were just talking around, around about what are the people around you like? Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they, is this mm. lockdown thing impacting them? Are their businesses moving forward? Is life normal? And, you know, both of us had different experiences and what it really does, what what happens in your, the things that you're exposed to in media end up being your echo chamber. So I like a bunch of things on Facebook. I follow a bunch of things on Instagram, whatever I'm looking at on YouTube, the algorithm spits out more of the same sort of thing to me. And that becomes the echo chamber of my life. So if I'm a positive person into positive things, I'm only ever seeing positive Mm. stuff around me and I'm surrounding myself with those things. But if you're somebody who's always trying to stay up to date with the news and you're trying to find out what's going on in the world and all those things, a lot of that stuff is really negative. 
So the echo chamber that you create for yourself in your social media can be really negative and start to pull you down. And then by mm. osmosis and by association, you're, you're associating yourself with negative people. So yeah. if you're looking to widen the aperture of your echo chamber into something a little bit more positive, then come on over and join us in the Melbourne Side Hustle because that's where you'll find people over there that are into crypto, they're into finance, they're into taking back control mm. of their future, irrespective of whatever socialist government we've got in place. You can take control of your future with yeah. crypto. You can take control of your finances there. And there's so much more that you can do that you just don't realize, particularly if you're not in this space. And we're more than happy to share that with everybody that comes and joins us as well. So I really encourage people to come on over and join us in the Melbourne side hustle. Connect with me, connect with Linda. Linda, I want to give you the, the final word here. If people's, someone's watching this, people are watching this and they're listening to this on the podcast and they're thinking about getting into crypto, what would you say to them? Uh, it's more simple than you think and you don't, you know, it, it, it can be a stepping stone. So you can actually get started quite um, conservatively and give it a go because it is happening anyway. So so I'm really pleased. I'm pleased that I've made these, these, these choices this year. And if um, lockdown is a gift, then this has been it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I want to close out by saying that uh, and reminding people, everyone watching and listening to this knows this already, but I want to remind you because it's never been more true than it is with crypto. So you quite correctly say there, Linda, that it can be a stepping stone, but if you give me a lever big enough, I'll move the entire world. Mm. And crypto is a lever that is big enough oh, to move incredible. the whole world and the opportunity the world of opportunity will open up to you once you uh, step through that door you begin you have the courage to begin your journey into that space and you don't have to do it alone come and join us in the melbourne side hustling have some fun can't wait to meet you thank you rob good stuff all right let's get out of here see you next time linda bye for now bye